Radio Influence. The future is now. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. This is Jim Fannin. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. I'm fired up today. Boy, we are in tough times. We are in a time of total uncertainty. And a lot of us, we're in a financial ditch. I get it. I've been on the phone this past week nonstop, helping as many people as possible, and we are in definite tough times. Some people lost your job, you've lost your business. One of my clients, 90% of his income gone immediately. Uh, needless to say, uh, he's having serious challenges. So we're all part of this condition. This is a pandemic. This is global. I have friends in England, Australia, South Korea. I have friends all over the world. And the situation, the condition, the circumstance, it's pretty much the same. Although, individually, even though we're under the same condition of this pandemic, well, we have different situations. Uh, you may have six years of income. You you have no challenge. You're like on vacation. You're having some challenges, but you will prevail. And some people, you know, we're not sure what we're going to do tomorrow. No income, no job, and maybe no prospects of that. And a stimulus check here in America? Come on, forget about it. That's like a Band-Aid. That's to pay credit cards, pay the rent, pay some bills, buy some food. I mean, that's going to be gone in, in a blink of an eye. Yes, we're in a ditch. We are. We're in the ditch. Uh, America's in a ditch. England's in a ditch. A lot of countries are in this ditch. A lot of individuals are in this ditch. Not to our doing, but we're here. So how do you get out of a ditch? Well, most people just... Gun it, you rock the car, you spin the wheels, and the more you put your foot on the accelerator, the more you T-R-Y try, which is an acronym I've coined to ruin yourself, well, that's not going to get you out of the ditch. How's that working out? Probably not great. Oh, we may be looking to be pushed out of the ditch. You know, maybe the federal government will help, or maybe the state will help. Maybe your company will help. But there's not no knight in shining armor on a white horse is going to run in and bail you out of your economic challenge. Probably not going to happen. There's no knight in shining armor on a white horse that's going to come in and simplify and balance your life with abundance. No, I think there's only one way to get out of this ditch. Only one way. We got to be pulled out. That's the easiest way to get out of a ditch. And the only way I know how to get pulled out of a ditch is with optimism, with hope, with faith, with belief, with assuredness that we will prevail. We need to look to the horizon, have our vision, let it wake us up in the morning, that vision, let it tuck us in bed at night, the same vision, and let that vision Pull us out of this major challenge that we found ourselves in. We need 
optimism. And I am certain, I'm optimistic, that optimism will prevail. And I don't see optimism in a lot of places. I think a lot of people are trying to survive, and I really think many of us may have a silver lining opportunity that we might thrive when this is over. But it depends on our mindset. It it depends on who we are, what we're all about, how mentally strong we are, whether we're going to survive or thrive. And I think we do both. I think we do both. I think we survive this and we thrive from this. Now, many of you, maybe most of you listening, you were on one of my calls, one of my podcasts back in December when we are visualizing the greatest year we've ever had. 2020, greatest year ever. And I remember sequestering myself alone on New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2019, And I mentally projected myself 12 months in advance to New Year's Eve 2020. And I saw me holding up a Tiffany flute glass filled with Dom Perignon, symbolically, in my mind, celebrating the greatest year of my life. And a lot of people did this with me. Tens of thousands, maybe hundreds, maybe a million. We had a blueprint And nothing great happens without a blueprint. You can't build a house, can't build a school, can't form a government. you got to have a blueprint. And we need a blueprint to survive and thrive. And right now, I, I think we, like I've said in my past podcast, we need to make that blueprint. Keep the blueprint you had last December. Keep your 2020 blueprint. And if you have a three- or five-year blueprint, take it out and look at it. We'll manifest that, too. But right now, let's get out of this ditch. So let's have a short vision, no more than a week maybe, 30 days, out to the last day in June. What can you accomplish by June 30th? What can you accomplish? What can you accomplish in the next two weeks? What can you accomplish? What challenges do you have? And what goals do you need to reach to accomplish whatever that vision is. But whatever it is, it's got to wake you up and tuck you in bed. And Zoniacs, most of us are thinking about our main income stream. I get it. Our job, our vocation, our career. I coach a lot of professional athletes. There are no sports. None. Eventually, their paychecks are going to dwindle. There's no soup line for most professional athletes. But it's still a tough time for everybody. Optimism prevails. A clear head prevails. No shoulda, coulda, woulda. No going into the past. Stay out of the past. Stay out of it. Learn from it. Analyze. Evaluate. And then bury the residue in the backyard not to be dug up again. Take with it whatever you learned and apply it. There are three types of people. There's the champion, and we all know the champion mindset. That's what we all strive to be, the champion. The one that's disciplined, the one that's focused, the one that's optimistic, confident, the one that's calm and cool, especially during a moment of truth. And then there's the victim, the victim of this pandemic, talking like a victim, acting like a victim. 
And then there's the judge. Oh, judging what's on TV, judging the government, federal, state, judging other countries, judging your neighbors, judging your wife, judging yourself. How about putting down yourself? Gosh, I'm getting so fat. We don't need that. That's negative self-talk. Right now, if I did a printout of everyone listening, of every thought you had today, would you share it? Would you show it? (laughs) Would you be arrested? Would you want anyone to see the printout of every thought you had today or that you will have today? Every single one. No rules. You might be embarrassed. You might be shocked. But we need to think about what we think about. Only the champion prevails right now. Only this mentality that has a vision and will do anything and everything to get out of the ditch, to thrive. We need to starve the victim in us. Don't feed it one thought because it thrives on negative thinking. It gets bigger. It gets louder. It takes up more room in your brain, and it influences everybody and anybody around you, including your family, definitely your children. Now, we got to starve the victim. Starve it to death. And the judge, starve the judge. Stop yelling at the television. Stop it. And stop thinking negative in the last 30 minutes. You've listened to this show. That is taboo for a champion. In the last 30 minutes, you better think about what you think about. Every thought you have is being recorded by your subconscious, and when you go into a deep sleep, it's replayed 15 to 20 times. Each thought, you have 10 of the same thoughts within that last 30 minutes. That's recorded, replayed 15 to 20 times each. We need sleep. We need deep sleep in that last 30 minutes. Come on, that's the champion's 30. That's, that's, that's when you tuck yourself in with a vision. Don't think about bills. Don't think about money. Don't think about income. Don't think about anything negative. Oh, my God, what, what do I think about? You don't have to think about anything. Just be quiet. Listen to some tunes. Chill out. My wife watched a Christmas show. I've never seen her happy. Happier. Christmas show. It's April. <laughs> she was so happy. So watch a Christmas show. No rules. Are you a victim? Are you a judge? Come on, Zoniacs. You know you're champions. We need confidence. Optimism. You woke up today, probably, hopefully, with your bank account of optimism full, brimming with hope, with belief, with faith that you will prevail in this crisis. And then if you put yourself down, what am I going to do? I can't believe she said that. Oh, my God, I'll never get into these pants. I've outgrown my suit. I may never wear, I'll have to wear a, a bathrobe to work. I don't think I can get into my suit. This kind of self-talk, that's not going to bolster the optimist. That's not going to get you out of the ditch, and that's not how we're going to go to sleep. Now we're going to sleep positive. Listen to some music. Just chill. It's okay to be alone in your thoughts. I know we feel like we need 
to do something. And you're right, we do. We need to think positive. And we need to stay out of anything and everything that's negative, and that's not easy, sequestered at home, watching television all day long. The person with the most constants in a world of variables prevails. And one of the constants is daily optimism. we got to make deposits in our optimistic bank account by just saying, I'm awesome. It's also dealing from strength. What are your strengths? What do you do well? Experts in this climate that have a need, oh, they're not just going to prevail. They'll thrive. But you have time to hone your expertise, whatever that may be. Deal from strength. We're all different. I get it. We all have different circumstances, different conditions, different situations. But that inner dialogue, we got to clean that up. I want you to be able to print that out, email it to me, and I want to go, whoa, that's an optimist. That's extreme positivity. So let's make this very simple. Short-term blueprint. Then let's work backwards. Go to June 30th, whatever that end date is. Arbitrary, we can always move the goalposts. There's no rules here. And then work chronologically backwards. What am I doing June 29th, 28th? Just work backwards. What do I need to do? Let that illuminate a pathway out of this ditch. And let that vision wake you up, tuck you in bed at night. we got to sell ourselves on ourselves. If you're five feet tall, walk around the house mentally six feet tall. Shoulders back, chin up. Change your behavior. No more slumping around the house. I have one client, gets up, puts on a suit and tie. He could be doing this in his boxer shorts. He's on the phone. He's got a suit and tie. He goes, am I nuts? I go, no. Do you feel better? Yes. Do you feel more confident? Yes. Then put on a suit and tie, go in your home office, and do your work. And he takes his suit and tie off, and mentally, he does the 90-second rule, uh, being with his family, when he goes into the next room after he's changed. Awesome. I love it. Optimism prevails. Now, once you've bolstered your own optimism, once you've made deposits into your bank account of optimism, and by the way, a few of us have given your ATM optimism card to a significant other or maybe even a coworker. And they've made withdrawals from your own optimism bank account. You let them do that. You gave permission. That dirty look, that sarcastic remark, that deflated your optimism. You allowed that to happen. We need to get mentally tough and allow nothing. I mean nothing to get in the way of our personal optimism. I'm 70 years old. I've gone through quite a bit, and maybe you have too. But I remember, I think it was 71, 72, maybe 1973. The interest rate was 22% prime. I had my first loan of my company, $10,000 loan, two and a half over prime. What? I couldn't believe it. Now, when I got the loan, interest wasn't 22 
two and a half over prime. I'm like 24, 25% interest. I thought I was at a pawnbroker. I might as well have driven to the bank and been a teller. That was a tough time. I remember that 10 grand. I couldn't wait to pay that off, which I did swiftly. Yes, I've been through recession and tough times, real estate crash, tough times, internet crash, tough times, a few wars in between, tough times. Now, this is different. This is totally different. This is something out of our personal control. That's why we need to think about what we think about and control our thoughts. You have free will. Isn't that the greatest gift? Thank you. Thank you, my maker. I have free will. I can react any way I choose, just like on the golf course. I can duck hook it into the woods and lift my chin up and walk down the fairway as if I'm Phil Mickelson or Tiger Woods. Or I can get really ticked off, throw my club into the bag, blow my breath, do a big eye roll, can't believe that happened, and walk to my ball in the woods as the victim and the judge. Just like that. You're going to be in a few situations at home where there's tension with your family because it's tough being sequestered. People can't go out. People are frustrated, can't see your friends, can't socialize, can't see our loved ones except our immediate family. That's not easy. So frustration, oh, it's going to increase. Anxiety, increase. Fear, it's increasing everywhere. Build a moat around your mind, and have a sentry, a guard, to guard your brain, allowing nothing to impregnate your mind until you give permission to open the drawbridge and let that thought come into your mind. Optimism. We prevail. We prevail. Are you a victim? Are you a judge? Are you a champion? And you know, Twice a day, you probably look in the mirror. Now, if you're like my grandmother, she never met a mirror she didn't like. She had mirrors everywhere in her house. I just love mirrors. I never met a mirror I didn't like. I thought, oh, my God, Granny, only only her blessed ego would say that. But I get it. That's probably uh, uh, where I got my confidence from my tough hillbilly grandmother. But twice a day, you probably look in the mirror. You go brush your teeth in the morning, brush your teeth at night, wash your face. Make sure the person looking back at you is tall, shoulders back, chin up, confident. Look in the mirror at the most confident, optimistic person possible. You. And once you keep selling you on you, keep making those affirmations. I'm awesome. How are you doing? Incredible. Upgrading your hello. After you have filled your optimism to the brim, now look around at your family and see who needs some optimism. See who needs their optimism bank account and then make a deposit. Give them a positivity. Give them some acknowledgement. Give them a pat on the back. Give them a well done. And small successes turn into big successes. The person with the most constants in a world of variables prevails. 
That means routines. But we need mental routines, not just getting up at the same time. That's important. Not just going to bed at the same time, also important. We do need those routines, how many meals we're going to eat, how much, when we're going to eat, when we're going to exercise. But right now, tomorrow, you could visualize at 9 a.m. in the morning. You could visualize at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and you get alone. You sequester yourself alone. You get relaxed. You unhinge your jaw. You get comfortable. You can lay down. You can sit up, and you start daydreaming in the most positive, technicolor manner, seeing in your mind exactly what you want. See that blueprint come to life. See tomorrow, the greatest day of the year, tomorrow, and say that every day. Never have a day you haven't already had, and see it optimistically. We have challenges. We must focus on the solutions and see them. That's going to help that manifest your blueprint. Once you've taken care of you, yes, now you can take care of other people. You can reach out to them. But when you do, make sure you've built that moat around your brain and you've got a little sentry guard walking 24-7, refusing to allow negativity to cross the drawbridge. It's not acceptable. I've been positive the majority of my life, and why would I stop now? Especially now. We need to stand up and confront this situation. Zoniacs, I appreciate you. You've been with me over 120-some shows, and I love it, and I love you for it. I appreciate all the emails, all the feedback that you've given me. And I'm imploring you right now, get up and move Get up and take action. Get up and design this personal, small, daily, weekly blueprint and see it. Get the routines in place. Go to bed thinking what you want. Get up thinking what you want. Visualize one or two times, 10 minutes. And every now and then, when a negative pops into your head, it's like being the gardener. You know, I till it, I pick up all the rocks out of the garden, the trees pruned. I've got the most beautiful garden in the world. I'm the gardener. And then I come back the next day and there's a weed over in the corner. What? How'd that get there? How how did a weed? Okay, I go pluck the weed. Now the garden looks great and, and I leave. I come back. Now there's some stones in the garden. What? How did that happen? Did somebody throw something over the fence? We're constantly being the gardener of our own mind. We must clean it every day of negativity. And if I have a negative, little tiny kernel possibility of a negative thought, and then I reboot, unhinge my jaw, see a blank screen, turn my brain off, I'll hold that blank screen up to 90 seconds, sometimes only 30, and then I'll go back and send my energy away from me and just get right back in the saddle at whatever I'm doing. I think I rebooted eight times today. Anytime a negative, anytime I see something on TV and I start to repeat it, I reboot it. I reboot. Be the gardener of your mind. Be the sentry that walks the perimeter of your mind, allowing nothing to come in. Zoniacs, let's get it together right now. 
extreme positivity. Be the optimist that your family's been waiting for. Be the optimist that you need to be right now to manifest your blueprint. Now, there is a group, there is a population of people, people addicted to opioids, addicted to uh, alcohol. They're in trouble. Most of you know I, I have purchased and, and licensed my score system to Recovery Zone Solutions. are based out of New Jersey. It's a group of angel zone coach therapists, but they're warning me that this population of addiction uh, is in trouble. Uh, they've lost money. They can't afford their drugs. They can't find their drug dealer. The bars are closed. They're sequestered at home. The frustrations, anxiety, and fear are mounting. They're afraid that suicides are going to increase, domestic violence will increase, and relapses, we already know right now, it's on the incline at a scary, scary rate. If you know anyone that has this addiction in this troubled time or any time, uh, I have a toll-free number for you to call, and that number is 1-866-687-9711. That's 866-697-9711. Or you can call, uh, excuse me, send an email to me, ask Jim, and I will get it to a therapist. It's confidential. It's There's no obligation, and we'll see if we can help uh, whoever is in need. And if you have any questions, any concern about anything, or if you have great news you'd like to share because you've been thriving and surviving, uh, drop me an email. Ask Jim at jimfannon.com, A-S-K-J-A-M, at jimfannon.com. I'm Jim Fannon. I coach champions. Optimism prevails. Be in the zone, everybody, because it's the only place to be. I'll talk to you next week. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannon.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. Hey gang, Jerry P. Tuck here, co-host of A Place for My Head. Each week, Brandon Thompson and I are going to be talking about the importance of mental health. We're going to be talking everything from stress, anxiety, different mental illnesses, different chronic illnesses, and frankly, the rigors of everyday life and how we all struggle to get through it. We're not medical professionals, but we are looking to start that conversation that needs to be had about the stigma around mental illness and how it affects us every single day. We'll talk to experts, but at the end of the day, A Place for My Head is all about real people with real stories about real life. Check out A Place for My Head with Brandon Thompson and myself, Jerry P. Tuck, each week on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.